Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. It's the Friday edition, so you know it's Crucial Conversations. I am joined with my crucial host, Jamal Crook. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm fantastic. You know what today is, right? Uh, Friday? Today is, today is the day that we talk about planning. It is the beginning of the school year for most, yes. All right. Why is it important we talk about good planning? Oh, man. So so have you ever, just paint a picture for everyone listening, have you ever um, gone to listen to someone speak, right? And they start talking about a thousand different things. And you, you lean over to the person like, what is he talking about? What's going on? Right. Mm-hmm. Or have you gone to listen to someone speak and they say, today I'm going to be talking to you about, you know, X, Y, and Z and one, two, and three. And when we get to the end in here, here are these expectations. Uh, and those people are normally easy to follow, even when they give really long introductions, really long analogies and stories and different things, because you know, where they are going and normally those people stay on track um and they're easier to follow now conceptualize that same thing right as you know being easy to follow now picture the teacher who wakes up in the morning opens up the book you know and writes a few things on the board and just starts teaching and the kids are like, hey, yo, miss, what's going on? Hey, yo, mister, what you, what, what are we doing today? And the kids seem confused. You're frustrated because no one in the room has really any idea of where we're trying to go. The teacher has an idea, but the kids, we're, we're still trying to figure out, okay, so where are we going? It's like getting in a car with someone, going cross country, and not really having the directions to get there. You don't know your destination. Yeah. Right. Well, let me speak to you on behalf of a guy that on certain weeks <laughs> got in the car. So I was, I was thought of this as a balance. Um, I first started off working for a school that you turned in your lesson plans like two weeks ahead of time. And I hated it because there wasn't creativity and nuance. And what if my students weren't on task and what if they weren't following it? And what if I had to go backwards a little bit and all that good stuff. And at the other hand, uh, there are times that, so the school I worked after that, um, by the way, I was only at that school a very short amount of time. Um, I took, yeah, it was my first year of teaching. Um, so then I moved to school that you're like, Hey, we trust you now, mind you, um, especially in this first couple of years, it was pretty, pretty well planned, Mm -hmm. but I got to be honest with you. Sometimes I'm "Ah, going to go with the flow. And I did realize that a lot of times I would blame, like I'd get mags. I'm like, of course chaos is about to ensue because I made it chaotic. Mm -hmm. But I also have to say that there was some of my favorite, most wonderful times in teaching because we were spontaneous. Like, so I, I, I do think that there's a balance between being well prepared and planned out, but also allowing a little bit of little room for spontaneity. And and I, I'm excited that we're doing this episode because I believe the exact opposite. I believe that you have to plan. 
Like there is no like there there is no good spontaneous gesture outside of planning. This is why we call it crucial conversation. Yes. <laughs> so uh, okay, uh, like yeah. I, I'm going to agree to disagree on that because no, I, I see where you're coming from. When you know exactly where you're going, uh, it you're intentional. And, and by no means am I saying like when I was at my worst, when I literally got to school, I'm like, Oh shoot, what am I working on today? That didn't turn out as well. But when I was mostly planned out and then like, okay, we're going to throw this out because like something, especially when we were doing like poetry in it, I'm just going to like pick some favorites. All of a sudden, a couple of the kids would like really start going down a rabbit hole on their interpretation. I'm like, okay, I'm throwing today's lesson out the window because we're going with this. Right. What are your, what are your feelings on that? Right. So it's, it's, it's it, I think it really proves my point. Like you had a plan and there was a destination and you got to a store on the route. And I really like this store. I'm going to spend some time in this store. Oh, they have some souvenirs. Let me pick up a couple of souvenirs, make some memories right here along the way. I'm going to use the bathroom. They got peanuts. I really like that store. I'll never forget that store, but let's keep going to our original destination which is we're reading To Kill a Mockingbird by Maya Angelou, Lord of Rest of Soul. Um, and we're, we're going to write our summer, whatever, whatever it was that you were doing in that poetry. Unit. But with, even within that framework, it's okay to be spontaneous within the framework of what you have. Now, let me clarify. Like, I've been there before. I don't want people thinking that. Like, I'm some lame educator who never woke up and opened up the science book and said, Hey man, we're learning about sales today. And, you know, kind of, you know, shout out the hip. Um, but those days were probably more of my worst days than they were my best days. And I, and I want to give just the concept of planning. Right. Um, I got a chance to watch, watch a teacher on video. So I wouldn't give like real observation data on the show, but like on video when I was doing some training, and the teacher was like, yeah, you know, so, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm not really going to tell you what it is that I want you to do. I just kind of want you to, to discuss this thing right here. And then because I'm being intentional, I just want to see where you are. And then I'm going to let you know what I'm going to do after, and afterwards. And all of the kids were like confused. They were scattered. Some on the phone. Some were just doing whatever. Right. And I think we've all had that kind of moment as opposed to. Um, looking at that situation and telling people like, Hey, here's the end. Here's our end goal. Right. A lot of us are going to take different paths to get there. That's where your differentiation comes in and different things like that. We're going to, we're going to have a time, right. But here's what we expect. Once to do, here's the buzzword standard of learning, whatever that may be, whether you adopt it from state curriculum or state uh, standards or you have the freedom within a private school to create your own standards for learning, right? However, like when people know where they're going, they'll let you know what they need to be successful to get there. Hmm. Agreed. I, yeah, I see your point. And, and like you said, you're not some curmudgeon who didn't allow for any sort of spontaneity. Um, yeah, I, I I can agree with that because like I'm remembering my best moments, and without a doubt, um, 
it had it had a plan, although you know me well enough mm-hmm. that that plan would take some twists and turns throughout the period. But for the most part, I'd stick to the plan. Right. And so let's talk about like, like different styles of planning, because this is this is really like the the the, the meat of things. Mm. Like for me and you, a lot of people yeah. don't know, like the way we plan our shows, it's n- most of this stuff is not written down. It's all in our minds, right? Yep. yep. We have the ability to keep a running record of maybe about 10 to 15 things in our mind, right? When I talk to you, like about things, like you can list off, you know, the, the 10 or 15 things that are at the forefront of your mind, right? So when it comes to, you know, planning, we all have a different style of planning, right? And I think this is where the differentiate the differentiation comes in for teachers. Some some teachers are this, literally able yes. to wake up in the morning and develop a plan in the car while they're you know or while they're brushing their teeth. Oh, this is what we're going to do today. I'm going to get this resource. I'm going to do that. And by the time they walk into that door and they grab that marker, they have a really well organized plan for those kids. Some teachers. Right. Plan by nine weeks. Some people, some teachers plan by semesters. Some teachers have been teaching so long. It's just in them. Right. Yep. Yep. And like, like, like they know exactly where they're going and they know how to effectively communicate or cast the vision to the students on where they're going. And these are normally more inspirational teachers. They know how to take the class on the right pit stops and move around and be spontaneous and differentiate and you know being spontaneous you know we call that in in the rubric language it's being flexible and responsive to the needs of your kids like all of those different styles of planning and i think what people just have to do is understand who they are and own and own their style of planning but nothing beats stress like a good plan that is so that, that was wonderful. One, I like the way that you set it up on the the way we did our podcast cuz I always remember that cuz I remember I stressed you out uh, a little bit in the sense that I'm like, <laughs> "All right, let's go. Let's press record." Cuz I remember like we we mapped out I think our first 10 to 15 episodes mm-hmm. loosely. We had a couple of like bullet points of like here's the main topic and I like to me that was good enough. And you're like, no, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, we we refined it a little bit, but for the most part, I just kept giving you those prophetic words. Just follow me. And then yep. and then at, by the third episode, there was a cadence and there was a rise in the fall. And like now we're like we know, you know, <laughs> we we know what's coming and we know how to handle that. But mm-hmm. in some ways, that was I that I totally get your point. I wasn't overly planned, but I had a plan. Mm-hmm. So when we went to the podcast, it's not like we got off topic and didn't do a podcast. Right. So I stuck to my plan. Whereas as opposed to there's been a couple episodes that, that we did and you wanted to take the lead on. And you probably had a few more show notes in front of you than I do. And that's okay. Like, because to your point, we both had a plan and in our own style, we stuck with it. Right. And I think, and I think what, what the, the main thing with planning is, what is your plan of communication? And this is, and like everybody can get something from this. I'm excited, right? What is your plan of communicating what you want to accomplish with the people that you are? Because what uh, a lot of us forget is that when we are educating uh, children, we're actually leading them to learning, right? So, you know, you have to put yourself in an organization like, 
you know, a lot of leaders get dinged in the area of what? Communication. Because it's hard, right? It, it's something that we have to um, overcome because I have all this stuff working me internally. And sometimes we just expect people to walk into my math class and say, well, you know, you come with a calculator, be prepared, like all of those little things. So like when you're leading people, right, you have to not only um, express the communication uh, of what they're trying to learn, but the communication of what it is that they need to learn, right? And also the communication on how they should conduct themselves while they're learning. So they're lot of different levels of planning and you have to look at yourself watch this and i used to look at myself like this right especially after i met don you are the ceo of your classroom let that marinate let that sizzle in your spirit you are the ceo of your classroom and what you do and how you communicate to the people in your classroom is extremely important and, and it falls under the realm of planning Huh. I like that. I like that perspective. Um, so for people that are, that are especially, I'm starting to think of like, I, I don't want to say first year teachers. Like if you don't have a good sound, like if you're in year one or I even dare say year two or three without a pretty darn, I don't want to say strict plan, a, a pretty good solid plan. Uh, I don't know how you're getting through, but talk to me about that year. 10, your eight, nine, 10, your teacher that doesn't necessarily have to plan it out so much, but I want you to warn them against winging it now too much. Well, I mean, it's, it's just what I, it's just what I think I tried to communicate before. Like sometimes you'll get caught up when you, when you wing things, you'll miss the small things, right? So we all do the big things well, but you put yourself at risk on missing some things that can really help kids understand and get it. For example, right? I went back to uh, my teaching days. I was talking to you about these really great grapes, right? Now, listen, if you guys have never had um, gumdrop grapes, that's what it says on the, the package. These are like the greatest grapes ever. They taste like grape cotton candy. And like, it's like an explosion of flavor in your mouth. It's like the gateway drug to eating healthy, right? These grapes. Um, I remember I remember doing my, my lessons on classification. And classification was something that I really didn't understand. But I had been teaching it for so long to the point I had my little things, my expressions that I would say. If, if I could go back and understand that understand the concept of, you know, using planning as a form of leadership, right? I would I would try to take the experience with the with the grapes, right? And and have different sets of grapes and have kids classify the grapes based on how they perceive them to taste, right? And then I could communicate a lot of different um concepts like that or concept or scientific concepts like peer review and and um, peer feedback, just all those different concepts, right? Through that one lesson, if I could go back to the classroom and do those things, I'm out of the classroom, but like you'll miss those kinds of opportunities to relay your experiences if you're always kind of just 
in autopilot mode, so to speak. That is, A, I think it's funny that you fit in a way to talk about those grapes again tonight. You have to. I hope people are Googling those grapes. <laughs> great. It's no, I, I, I don't know if they sell them at your public. Oh, my Lord. What are they called again? Man, I'll take a picture of it. I'll, I'm going to take a picture of it. I'm going to send it to you. We can put it on. Uh, <laughs> Make the show dude, notes. Man, listen. Listen, these grapes are fire. Like, <laughs> never had these. Like, they really taste like candy. Anyway, and they're grapes. They're not like candy. They're the real fruit. And they're organic, too. There we go. I don't want to take away from the message you just brought, which was awesome, but... I did. I just had to laugh because this uh, before we were on air, we were talking about those grapes. I'm gonna have to get me some. Uh, no, that 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 is good. I I really like this because number one, um, whether you are a beginning teacher or you're fighting to not be in a rut, proper planning. Uh, while it, it you know, it's it's just good for you, man. Because uh, I am I am a spontaneous guy, and I know that's what I struggled with at times. But I also knew that when I was at my best, I had a plan. When I was at my worst, things went awry. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, really enjoyed today's episode. Speaking of which, if these are bringing you joy, um, you passing these along is like gold to us. That's the way we grow. Um, and you even giving us some suggestions and topics. That is always mm-hmm. So, so, so wonderful. So we appreciate that. Um, lastly, I'm trying to think. We've gotten some DMs here recently. I, like, again, I, I don't know if I want to talk about them today. Um, we, like, prefer it. Like, I should have opened it up. But, like, we've gotten some really nice tweets recently. Uh, prefer the public ones over the DMs. If you do DM us, if you want us to talk about it, you have to give us, ex- like, like, be expressed in saying that you can read, you know, talk about this on the show. Uh, but no, I, I appreciate the positive feedback. I know you get some of these nice messages too. You sent one to me a oh, couple yeah. days ago and it was really, really, really uplifting. Oh yeah. It, it, you know, nice is free and nice, nice, nice makes us feel good or makes people feel good. So, I know. I yeah. Know. I really appreciate it. And it's free. Like you don't have to pay for it. So you know what, you know, and, and I'm going to jinx it. We haven't really gotten any hate mail yet. I mean, for no. this segment. For this segment, (laughs) I've gotten some, not hate mail, but like some not nice stuff. But so far, our crucial conversations haven't been like, I don't know. I guess they've been nice. So I appreciate that. All right. Jamal, take us out, man. Well, this is Jamal Crook, Don Wet Trick, reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. Thanks for listening.